This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy how's Monday it going? How's, it, how's it going? It has been the exact normal amount of time since we last recorded, but I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> Here I am. I'm doing well. I had a very nice, relaxing weekend. The weather was oh, that's beautiful. Um, spent some the weather, time outside. The weather was nice. Yeah, it's been, it was perfect. The last week, for the most part, it has been weirdly not that hot for august i know i'm like wait don't say it too soon i'm like oh god i know i'm like if we're only just hitting like 80 that is a nice day in august and i am like not you know i i'd like to sweat sometimes well i don't like to sweat but my body likes to (laughs) yeah so um you know what's the worst is like okay you know when you look at the cat you're like september is supposed to be chilly october like brisk and beautiful the worst is when it's like hot in september and october september the idea that september is like cool fall weather is a myth in new york like that's not true you'll have like i feel like there are different levels like some (laughs) years it's more hot than others but like it's never like 60 degrees in september no, you know, I know we're not talking about Beverly Hills today, but this always makes me laugh in Beverly Hills when they like, ooh, it's so cold out and they're all wearing like uh, fur coats. And I'm yeah. like, you guys are in California. Like how cold? Like if, if I were to look up the weather in L.A. that day, <laughs> it was probably like 68 degrees and they're wearing like a fur coat. But but, you know, I'm like, I don't know how we go on these rants. Like today we're talking about weather, but whatever, let's just go with it. You know how like 60 degrees in June is like different than like 60 degrees in October. Like 60 degrees in June is like cold, but 60 degrees in October is like so hot. We'll never know. Yeah, it is funny though. Cause like in, on New York this season, when they had that like picnic in the ham, that like beach picnic in the Hamptons, the wind. I remember (laughs) they posted they posted pictures from that, like on the day that it happened. And I checked the weather for where they were. And it was literally like 49 degrees. And I'm like, that is miserable. It's cold on the water, especially. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The wind is like whipping your hair around and it's like, I whip my hair back and forth. Oh my God. I haven't heard that song in so long. Willow. She has a new album. Willow. I've heard it's good. I need to listen. <laughs> well, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of new albums, we're talking about Potomac. <laughs> Shout out Candace and Shazam Sunset today. Let's get into Potomac. First of all, congratulations. Ashley had her baby, which of course we knew about in real life, but it's fun to see it on the show. They bring the baby home. You know, Ashley is, has been really open about some of her struggles with, you know, postpartum depression and being stressed about 
you know, managing two little kids at once. And it's, it's great to see her, you know, getting the job done. She seems like she's in a good place. Her kids are adorable. And also she just seems like a really, really good mom. Like, although she, like you said, she is talking about like her struggles. Like she just seems like she has it together and like knows what she's doing and cares so much about them having each other. And they're so sweet. Like Dean meeting Dylan. Oh my God. Also, the fact that she is going to go on this Williamsburg trip for even one day, I'm like, that is, that's commitment. And I appreciate it. Yes. But when, just because we're talking about the baby, I wanted to say that when Giselle came over and like you heard a noise at first and Ashley was just like rubbing his back. Her face was so pure. Like she Mm. was so confused when like he shit all over the place. It was, I laughed out loud. I was like, Oh my God, motherhood. So beautiful. I know like you (laughs) are a very loving aunt to, to some nephews. And so I feel like you probably have more like a little more hands-on baby experience than I do. Like, I personally could really relate to Giselle in that moment because, like, when you could, like, when when you could see it, I was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. It is like, and you you know you can smell it too. Oh yeah, but the thing is about those poops, like they don't happen not for everybody, but they don't happen that often. So it's like that was you can even tell she was like, what the fuck? But it is gross. I mean, it's gross. But fun fact about me. Oh God. I can't deal any age, baby, anything, anything. Snot is my number one thing. Like I can handle diarrhea all day long. Snot makes me actually want to, it makes me nauseous. Like I can't. Should we, should we make that like the new, um, our new show (laughs) description? Like I can handle diarrhea any day. Quote, Barry Rosenfeld. (laughs) It's true, but they're so sweet. That little poop at that age. It's so cute, you know? But little baby Dylan's diaper isn't the only thing being messy at this little hangout. because no, Giselle, Giselle, Giselle. Mm -mm. She is walking right into, I feel like, another chaotic situation because we see her out of nowhere bringing up these rumors that Eddie has been cheating on Wendy. And not only that, but then she's insinuating that perhaps Ashley or not Ashley, that Wendy might've had, you know, some of her cosmetic work done sort of like to get Eddie back or to like hold his attention. And I like, I don't know if we're getting the full context here, if this really is the first time that it's been brought up, but like, it just feels like, Giselle, why are you doing this on camera? Like, did you not learn anything from last season when- Talking about diarrhea. Yeah. It's diarrhea of the mouth. I'm like, I'd rather watch Dylan's diarrhea happening, but like- she is that type of friend where I'm just like, shut your mouth. Like you don't, it's, it's better not to say any, why, why just like you just got yourself involved in something that has nothing to do with you. It almost just seems like you were really bored and just like had a giant spoon in your hand to stir that pot. Right. And I, I like Giselle a lot. I think she's an excellent housewife, Yeah, but I think you can, there can be a middle ground of being, you know, messy and fun Too and messy. like stirring the pot and continually bringing up these rumors that f- whether or not they're true are like really potentially damaging. And it's just like, I don't understand why like Giselle's 
fixation on bringing this stuff up, especially because at this point, she doesn't really have an issue with Wendy. She right. maybe has some questions about like, you're acting different this year or like, what, like what's with this sudden change, but like, they don't act. It's not like if there was a rumor about Karen that she was bringing up or a rumor about Monique, like Giselle and Wendy, at least up until now have like, for the most part been good. Yeah. It's, it's, I agree with you. I, I like Giselle too. It's just like, she's like, we've always compared these messy housewives and she takes it a step too far every time. Like she's does it. It's too much. And like, we obviously will see Ren- Wendy react to this, but she, it was one thing to say the cheating rumors, but then the whole like body uh, comments was a whole other issue. And like, it's not, it's not like, I don't know what, what even is a good rumor. It's not like talking shit in a different way. When you're talking about that, we've seen that happen about someone's family. Like that's, it is damaging. And it's like, you now you have to backpedal. You've gone through this yourself. So you know what it's like. So it's just like really unfortunate when people do that to each other. I just like, don't understand like at all, but yeah. Oh, these Pete women give it me is, agita. It is. <laughs> It is interesting, of course, the editors know exactly what they're doing. And so they follow that up with the scene of Wendy and Eddie at home. And Wendy seems, it still seems that she hasn't really fully thought through this Black Martha Stewart vision that she has. (laughs) And, you know, Eddie, even after that meeting that she had with Karen, Eddie is asking her like sort of basic questions about how she's going to make this happen. And you know, she doesn't really have answers. And, you know, she seems to be partially relying on the idea that Eddie is going to help pay for all of this. And he clearly says that he's not. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like, I support, I feel like there's a, there are two different layers because it's like, I support Wendy doing whatever she feels Mm -hmm. like doing. Like if she wants to start a candle company, she should do it. But from like a business perspective, it seems like, she wants to be taken really seriously, but hasn't actually like done her homework at all. Yeah, I agree. And I think that the funniest question that, that Eddie asked her was like, did you even look to see if the name was taken yet? And she was like, no, you have to, it's not even like she was like arguing. She was kind to me taking his advice. And she was like, it almost seems to me that she was like, Oh wow, this does seem harder than I thought it was like to do. And so she was taking it well, but at the same time she was probably like, shoot, now I have to work like hard. Like it's, it's possible just because things are hard to, doesn't mean it's not possible. Like I think she knows she can do this. It would all just take more time and dedication. But I was laughing too. Cause I think these are the questions like we were even talking about last week with camera, like, who's going to help you. Do you have a partner? Do you have a business model? And she's like a, a what? Like a mission. Like, sell candles i'm like no (laughs) i mean you you have more experience with this than i do because you do Mm e-commerce for your job and like there are a lot of pieces in that puzzle like it's not you have to i guess she has like you know one physical candle that she's showing to everyone but like there are a lot of like does she have any kind of e-commerce setup are there partners that are helping are you selling it online or are you selling it in stores like, like yeah i I'm How many are you buying? See. Sorry, I can I'm do this curious. all day. <laughs> I'm curious to see if we like keep hearing about this or if the cheating rumors and stuff kind of take over and then we don't hear much more about the candles. Cause I feel like that 
there's at the beginning of housewives seasons there are always like some story threads that get planted that you just sort of lose along the way and it's like okay but how sad is that that like when these two options are to continue with this candle line or do you want to go for your marriage like what i'm like those are those both sound pretty like ooh. Well, based on the previews of the season, her marriage is going to be a topic. So I know. <laughs> and then um, it's like, do you think back? Is she like, are you kidding me? Did this happen? Yeah, I, my God. It makes me want to do like, not even a deep dive, like the deepest, like, I don't even know what's past a deep dive. Like, I don't know how this came about. Like if Giselle never said anything with this, even beyond the show, you know what I mean? Like how, where does it totally. stem from? Well, it was, I mean, that was in- what was so interesting last season with the rumors about Monique hooking up with her trainer and potentially her baby not being Chris's. Yeah. The whole thing was that Monique was using that as a reason that Giselle was this awful person. But then on the actual show, the they only person we it. heard. Yeah. The, no, but the, on the actual show, the only person who brought up the rumor was Chris Samuels. And so it was kind of like a weird, forgot about like it. backwards thing of like, Monique, you can't be mad at Giselle for, for not talking about the thing that you're talking about. <laughs> but this time, Giselle is the one bringing it up on camera. So I could see that being a big yeah. issue. Yeah. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey 
honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I did really enjoy um, Giselle and Robin's lunch with Mia. Me too. I did not expect them to have such a nice, you know, conversation. And even Giselle, when she was talking to Ashley, she was going into it kind of intending to be messy because she was like, you know, the questions I have are like, how did you get from Baltimore to being a stripper to meeting this guy? And it's like, just go have lunch with her. Like, don't, don't go in with this motive of like digging for dirt. Like just have a conversation. Yeah. But I think that Mia had that vibe already or felt that energy from Giselle. And that's probably why she had like her walls up, Mm -hmm. but they, they broke down her walls and they had a, it was a little awkward at first. (laughs) They were like, so how was your day? And I was like, girls, <laughs> you've, you've had a ladies lunch before. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> how, how's this going? But then they like really got like a little personal and then they really got to know Mia and why she is, how she is sometimes. And like about more about her family. So it, it felt not as judgmental as they were in the past. When they first met her, they met a different Mia and like now we're, we're probably going to see like a shift change in the group because Actually, or not, because of the whole room situation. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. So Okay, so let's talk about heading to Williamsburg. Um, we... I was like, they're going to Brooklyn? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've No, like Colonial Williamsburg, dear. I have been there once when I was in, like, elementary school. We went on yeah. a family vacation. It's really fun. Did you I stay at that house? Cool... <laughs> no, we did not stay at that house. Uh <laughs> This house they're staying at is like stunning. It's it's one of those places where I feel like it's more of like a like a resort like conference space like it's just so big well, but there are only four like, bedrooms. It looks like a house in the restoration hardware catalog. Like it looks like oh a set. Oh my god. You're and right. It's so random because it's so huge, so breathtaking but like it's that's it. That that's not not near anything. Like it's just a house. And Barack Obama has stayed there. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a it's a gorgeous space. I'm curious. I don't oh think they made it to the cottage this episode. So I'm no. curious to see. I'm curious to see how much of a downgrade the cottage is. <laughs> I, okay. I, I, I'm sorry, but like Wendy calling it lesser than I was like, are you serious? Like she's like, on- she's like, I don't need to, she's like, I don't need to know what the cottage looks like. All I know is that it's lesser than. <laughs> I'm like, can no one ever be happy with anything? But this, uh, all, all franchises, these past seasons, one, this past season or two, they have upgraded these places that they stay in like I've never in my life seen before. They're saying it like the elite of elite places. Okay. Which, so not surprised, but let's pick our favorites. So I feel like we both really love Kyle's looking to house just because it feels like a, a lovely home. Right. I but really like their trip to Tahoe. That, that house. house was also really nice. I really liked uh, on Dallas when they went to Austin, that lake. Front yes, you did. Property. Yes, you did. But, okay, but also this episode of Shaw's. Are you kidding me? It's like a giant tree house. It's like gorgeous. And like, they're so beautiful and breathtaking. So like, to be honest, I really don't know what my favorite, even the house in, um, Atlanta last season, 
that they went mm. to was beautiful in South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. And we, and for that one, we got all the floor plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we knew exactly which rooms were where. Yeah. I um, And then of course, Ramona's Hamptons house, which is not my personal taste, but yeah, it's, okay. it's spacious. <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> Great, b- beautiful homes, stunning, stunning homes. Um, yes. Okay. So they are checking out their rooms, or at least the four of them who are staying in the main house are checking out their rooms. And then they go down to, to lunch and Robin decides that she would like a room upstairs with Giselle because there's a view. And so she just says, Mia, I'm taking your room. And I was a little taken I, aback. I thought it was a joke at first. Like, you know, when you're all sitting there and you're like, I'm going to take your room. Like, I, I really thought it was a joke. She was being dead serious. Like, and it wasn't she, like she was not joking. I even still think it would have been a little rude if Robin was like, Mia, do you mind if we switch so I can be with my friend? But the fact that she didn't even ask, she just said, we're switched. Um, did you did you happen to see uh, what Mia tweeted about this moment? No. Okay, I'll read it. So Candace said, um, that was some real pro-fight hazing right there. Just going to kick the girl all out her room. I wouldn't have took that. And Mia says, I thought I'd be nice and share some luxury with those who may not get to experience it at home often. (laughs) Mia. No, no. You know what? You know what, though? Like, boom. That's it. She wants to eat in your dog. Well, you know, my my penthouse has a view, so I can go without a view this weekend. It's it. The way they went about it, just like they went about the tech, it was just weird. Like. You guys, everyone knows this about the hotel hotels, even if you go away yourself, like you spend the least amount of time in your room. Like, totally. who cares? You're not partying or pregaming in your room. You're doing it in the in the um in the communal massive space. Yeah, communal in the, space. exactly. So it was just like so uh, typical. Also, we must discuss that Candace, again, quote unquote, forgot to invite Ashley to a group event. <laughs> And she, again, uses the excuse of, well, she just had a baby, so I assumed she wouldn't come. And it's like, Candace, my dear, that, if anything, is a one-time excuse. You can't, like, <laughs> you, don't, you can't you recycle don't get, it. You don't get to forget to invite the same person two times in a row who you <laughs> also same trip. don't like. On the same trip, you can't, you can't. Oh, no, the first one was a pajama party, sorry. To the pajama jam. The pajama <laughs> Oh my god, we're jam. so giggly today. Everything was so um, funny last night. No, it yeah, I just feel like she's, Candace, she's Candace, not even being love. mean Cut about it though. She, yeah, she's being like, oops. Uh not even <laughs> putting up a fight about it. She's like, whatever. But Giselle, don't worry. Giselle invited her, so she's coming. We we forgot to talk about the actual means of transportation, how they got there, which is this ridiculous, like coach bus turned party bus. It's so We've- big. And the yeah. stripper pole contest. It's interesting. Along with all of these houses that we've seen the last few seasons of Housewives, we've also gotten a lot of different um, elaborate modes of transportation. Wait, so when they were on the stripper pole and the thing on the bottom was t- it said tip and the and the clock just kept going up, how many <laughs> they would get and Giselle couldn't even get off the floor. I was dying. I was like, oh, yeah, Giselle. Not shocked, but she tried. <laughs> Um, okay, so the the things start to heat up at the lunch when 
Karen invites Wendy and Mia to her, her swearing in as the ambassador of Surrey County, Virginia, which excited to see that. It actually is wild to think about last season. Karen invited Giselle to come to Surrey County with her. And it's like, wow, the tables have really turned here. Totally. And can we also talk about for a minute that that was the best episode like ever to be on television was Karen's um, parade in Surrey. Parade. <laughs> it was <laughs> the best scene of my life. I think I watched it like 15 times of her like clapping and she's like, yes, my yes. people, I'm yes. home. <laughs> my people. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Okay, so. Ugh, this group. So yeah, we get right. back into it because Giselle asks if anyone would like to apologize for anything. And it's, you know, extremely clear that she is asking if Karen wants to, to apologize to her. Are you talking to me? Not even making um, eye contact. I can't decide how I feel about this because I definitely do agree that Giselle never wished death upon Ray. And I think that everyone knows that <laughs> well she like, didn't wish death upon him but she and she she, she referenced it. she referenced him being dead at some point in the future which is an inevitability yeah. for all of us that is true i i think she could acknowledge that her comment was not that tasteful while also everyone being clear about the fact that she never wished death upon ray i agree but uh- <laughs> At the same time, I agree with Karen very much so that Giselle needs an audience. Giselle had every opportunity to ask her this before the lunch. They got there. They've seen each other at multiple other places. So it's just very, the timing was a little strange. I think that even in this conversation, they didn't even look at each other. Like it's just, it definitely is a conversation that needs to be had because we've all seen this, it just needs to happen and then we can move forward. But at the same time, they left off with them just like yelling at each other. And I don't know. I think that it's just, they're the type of two people where they're going to be like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Feel that way. Let's move on. Like they're not, either of them are going to mean what they say or do. Yeah. And when you were saying, when you were saying that about how, you know, you think Karen is justified for whatever, like I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I don't really feel like these two women want to get on the same page. Like, I feel like that is like on housewives, there are definitely conflicts where you can tell that they really want to get back together in a good place and they just need a little, you know, a little time, maybe they need to, you know, stumble a couple times before picking it up. I think Reza and MJ are a great example of that because you never really felt like they didn't want to figure it out. And right. this season we've seen them make so much progress. Whereas like, I don't think Giselle or Karen are like, ah, like I just want to get it right this time. And then so we can I be agree. friends. I agree. I think a perfect example. These two are not meant to be friends. They're not hanging out. If they can be cordial, they can be cordial, but they're, they're not friends. They don't give me friend vibe. They just don't like they butt heads way, 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 way too much where it's not. I would love, I would love them to get to a place of frenemyship because I feel like that's kind of what they had in the first (laughs) few seasons. And I think that's fun because I think they're very like worthy opponents for each other. Yes. And I like when we have the back and forth without the all the darkness and the heat. Okay. But I okay, so I agree with you. However, I think Giselle, because over the years has gotten on like the messy O meter to so far mm. that she doesn't know she wouldn't be able to ha- get information like 
of being friends with Karen and not be able to use it like against her. Like it wouldn't be fun. I feel like she would be like, did you hear what Karen said? That's like, true. Yeah. Cause even going back to like the first or second episode of the season, when she's like, I have all the secrets and I'm going to sprinkle them. It's like, that's, yeah. it just is like a little more malicious. Whereas like, at least what we've seen so far from Karen, when she's like hot box, sing, sing, like all of that stuff, barely even means anything if at all so it's like she talks a really big game but I feel like other than other than the stuff about Jamal which like I don't really at this point like yeah drag Jamal through the mud he seems like a shitty guy I don't know yeah like I do feel like Giselle needs to like find it within her to just like chill a little bit yeah but at the same time Keep it coming a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh God, we. I mean, this trip is just just kicking off. So, and we're gonna see a lot more of the Wendy stuff next week too, with these rumors kind of coming out in the open with the group. So, I'm a little nervous for that, just because I'm like, Giselle, you're you're treading on thin ice, and then okay. like, I feel like Wendy's not gonna handle it well. So, oh hell no! What I <laughs> I want to like see Wendy's gonna go nuts, but. I'm also wondering the fight between Candace and Mia that we've seen in the previews. I wonder if that's in this in on this trip. I can't tell the kitchen that they're in. I can't tell if that's someone's home or this house, but I, I'm just dying to know what that's over, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control 
control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Let's talk about Shaw's because this episode was a little slow in the beginning to me, to be honest. And it then- was because I feel like the this stuff with London and Reza and then at, they're at this wine tasting and they're all talking more about Mike and Paulina. I feel like that is all kind of a rehash. Like at this point, we all know, we get it. We think yeah. Mike and Paulina's situation is weird too. Yeah. Um, I just want to know like, who, if given the choice, would actually pick the zip line over the wine taste? I was just going to say that. Is there a sign up sheet and it's first come, first serve of the cast and they have to like wake up? Who, why? Why would MJ pick zip lining over wine tasting? That's just very out was, of character. I actually was thinking, like, I wonder if production like had to paired them off. Like, it, 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 because it ha- it has I just, to. besides like, Honestly, I would think like Gigi would want to do the zip line if anything, but like no, okay. like I would ab- like I've done a zip line before. I've done that. I've like done a wine I was in Boy Scouts for like several years. Like I've done a wine tasting as well. Like <laughs> wine tastings are just superior. And they each got their own charcuterie board. Like, are you? It looked beautiful. And I have a question. Although I'm going to answer it myself because like, I know it's just because of the show, but like, does it, would it kill these casts to just have one excursion at, so everyone can do them? Why is there always two? I hate it. It's the worst on these love, trips. I feel like, especially maybe it's like a COVID thing. Cause it, maybe it's, it's like at some of these places, it helps yes. have a smaller group, but I feel like, especially with these like smaller trips. Uh, yeah, I guess they've always done that where they love well, to yeah, be like, okay, always. like, Three of us will go shopping and three of us will go riding motorcycles yeah, in like, Rome. Like, sorry, how much more fun would it be to see this cast all getting drunk at a winery and seeing what like unfolds? Hello. But we do, of course, need opportunities for them to talk shit about Mike behind his back, <laughs> um, which is provided. Um, but then back at the house, we're doing Western night. Of course, it's another murder mystery because Wait, Nima, I can't. Of course. I, I can't. <laughs> He looked they, cute. No, I know, but it's just so funny that he was like, um, I went for like Woody from Toy Story, but like it seemed that nobody else did. Like everyone was like chic Western, like black suede, and he was like had fringe and like and like collar. Oh my god, it was too much. He like went full out Toy Story. I, thought it was I sweet. also didn't I get Toy cute. Story vibes. I didn't get Toy no, Story. No, I thought he looked like legit. Like everybody else did, kind of like a modern spin on it and i feel like he like he really went like full costume with it which i appreciate i thought he looked good also i think it's interesting we're seeing this episode nima takes one sip of wine and he's like horny for Gigi and destiny and then later he's saying that he wants to oh my god (laughs) and then later at the house he's like yeah i want to flirt with destiny i'm like 
Nima, like, are you trying to make something happen here? Or are you just like talking a big game? Because it it's a lot. He's bringing it up over and over. I think the latter of, I think he's just talking I a big can't, game. I can't picture Nima and Destiny hooking up. I just don't see that no. happening. No, I don't. But also speaking of the costumes, Gigi's outfit, I love that too. But it was straight out of like those portraits from Six Flags, Great Adventure, yeah. like <laughs> where yes. your whole family goes and like puts on like an like you go pick like what's there. Like that where, was like, Gigi's the, outfit. The Yeehaw Country Barn. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't care to talk about the murder mystery, but I would love to talk about um Destiny's phone call with Paulina. Oh. Because in the last few weeks, we've seen Destiny be like a little distraught at the fact that she has not heard from Paulina since Halloween. And, you know, her whole hypothesis is that Mike is basically not letting Paulina talk to them. And Paulina basically confirms that on the phone, which I, and she is saying, you know, that she's basically done with Mike and that she can't handle the other women. And, it's so interesting to then see Paulina as the bartender on Watch What Happens Live immediately after the episode. It's like, can we not like? I thought that time that was an that was not a good choice. I was like, seriously, like you don't even let us have a cliffhanger of the episode. Like she's literally just, live on television. It just takes me out of it because this whole season, like at least from my perspective watching it, I feel like the whole season has just made Mike look bad. And so yes. then, like, I don't really want to root for them to be together right now. Like, if they if they go off and take their time and decide that they want to be together, that's one thing. But after watching that episode, I'm not like, oh, the couple. I know. So this whole scene was just ridiculous to me because she calls Destiny. Destiny happened. The whole thing was like a movie. Dest- they're all at dinner waiting for Destiny downstairs. Destiny happens to be getting ready still, like kind of just waiting for her phone to ring. So Paulina calls her. And the the weirdest part about this was that Paulina was like, yeah, I can finally, I'm finally like alone at home so I can call you as if she, as in like, she's never not with Mike. Not to mention, okay, Paulina, you're alone, but Destiny happens to be in the same house as the person you're not with right now. Like, like, what? Would it kill them to find just like a neutral time (laughs) when they're both at home alone? Like, the fact that this conversation is happening and then Destiny has to immediately go downstairs and like play it cool with Mike. It's like, first of all, it's just awkward to begin with for anyone, but destiny is not exactly like a play it cool kind of chick. Like, I don't know if that's really her vibe. I agree. But at the same time, just like Giselle was brought that rumor to Ashley destiny just doesn't need to say anything. She just was on the phone really quick and came downstairs. Like take that information and do nothing because she was even questioning herself. She's like, Paulina called me on purpose. She wants me to have that information and she wants me to tell Mike. So I think that was a shitty thing for Paulina to do. Paulina knew that Mm. knows destiny is in the house with Mike. She did that on purpose because like you just said, Dylan, she knows destiny doesn't keep it cool. I just solved this whole effing situation. Right. Because destiny obviously does want a friendship with Paulina and she's happy to hear from her in general, but it, Uh, In this specific context, Paulina has now put Destiny in sort of a shitty position because she's going to go downstairs and be like, oh, um, I just heard from Paulina. Like, 
<laughs> she was also going like, hello, 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 looking for a signal with the cordless phone, the landline. Like it was not, it's not like a cell phone where you're like, <laughs> for like service. Um, but uh, the, the thing that Paulina told her was like, Mike said never again. Like, and Paulina said, Mike doesn't know I had his login to Instagram. And right before he walked in the house, he deleted it. So I saw so she's like, so we're done. So the information that she even gave Destiny was a little like not full story. Like what what happened there? To be <sighs> honest, like Mike talking, thinking whatever about Mike's personal life exhausts me. I'm like, <laughs> I like okay, do okay. like stay stay together, break up, do what you need to do, like leave me know. out of it, kind yeah. of. Um, we have to talk about. Reza and MJ's conversation the next yeah. morning. So MJ, this whole trip has been carrying this burden of Tommy saying that he doesn't give a shit about the restraining order and that, you know, Reza will never meet Shams. And so MJ finally opens up to Reza about that. And I was actually really impressed with how mm-hmm. Reza handled it because I was dreading this conversation because I felt like it was going to be a like total meltdown from Reza and he was going to be so angry and, you know, not handling it well. And it ended up just being a really like emotional tender moment between the two of them. And I feel like it reaffirmed how much they care about each other versus like, just like getting angry again about the situation. Yeah. And what's crazier is that it seems like at this point, Reza and MJ are on more of a same page than MJ and Tommy are about this situation. However, that makes MJ have to respect both sides. Like that's her husband. She knows it and she sees what he's talking about, but she made a good point last night where she was like, this entire thing happened over like stupid rumors and like our quick reactions to it. So now, mm-hmm. yes, it's taken time and they, and they are like backtracking. And even Reza was like, what if I didn't do this? What if I didn't th- do this? MJ was like, what if I called you at this point? What if I didn't like, they're now like kicking themselves playing the what if game. Like what if right. I didn't explode on you that day, blah, blah, blah. But I think in their minds, they know that their friendship is strong and that this like, isn't the end. And that's why I feel like they were both keeping calm about this as upsetting as it is to hear that. I, I feel like they know it's not like over. Yeah. And next week is the season finale. And in the yeah. preview, we see MJ giving Tommy a letter that Reza wrote. And I'm like, so nervous for that just because Tommy is one of those people where like you truly just don't know what to expect from him. Yes. And did you notice? So in the back, in the flashback that they showed of MJ at lunch being like, so he broke a few plants, like whatever. And like Nima and them were like, yeah, like whatever. Is that not crazy to see how different of a headspace she's into right now? Like that almost was like a different MJ. Like she, she totally. just, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's so crazy to see. Like, not only what she said, like, it was like, I don't know. She just seems different right now. And we've said that since the beginning of this season, but I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I don't, I, I don't know with this letter. I don't think Tommy's going to like, like we've explode, actually seen, but. I feel like we've actually seen a lot of growth, both from MJ yeah. and from Gigi in the last like season or so, because if you like, they even were talking about it on this episode, how Gigi has been like, you know, 
so chill and the one putting everything together and like really like rising to the occasion. And I feel like they used to be so like volatile. And now this season, they finally seem to kind of have their priorities in order, if you want to say it like that. Like, I don't know. They just seem like emotionally mature, I guess, which is not (laughs) something I necessarily would have said about most of this cast a few years ago. ago. Yeah. (laughs) We've come a long way in this Bravo world. Been through a lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.